Today on the Political Theory of Everything, I will be giving you your daily dose of news for Wednesday, June 16th. To start us off in our news, we are going to read an article from the Daily Wire. So the title of this one, Federal Court Rules North Carolina 20-Week Abortion Ban Unconstitutional. In a ruling on Wednesday, a federal U.S. Court of Appeals unanimously affirmed a previous decision that found North Carolina's abortion ban after 20 weeks to be unconstitutional. So um, this article continues on, talking about the weeks leading up to week 20, and it says, At week 16, gestation, a baby's eyes uh, begin to move, the skin becomes thicker, and movements of limbs become co coordinated. At week 17, a child's toenails be uh, develop, and it can roll and flip in the amniotic sac. At week 18, a baby can start to hear. At week 19, a baby's first set of teeth are developing. So, in 1973, North Carolina enacted an exception to its abortion ban that allowed abortions after the 20th week of pregnancy. In 2016, abortion providers challenged this, saying that it was unconstitutional for allow, to allow for the states, for the, quote, state's criminalization of previability pre 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 abortions, end quote, per Circuit Judge Diana Gribben Motts in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit's published opinion. This article continues on, talking about the Supreme Court decision in 1973 with Roe v. Wade and how North Carolina allowed for abortions to be performed prior to the 20th week of a woman's pregnancy. Uh, in 2015, North Carolina created modifications to abortion exceptions, including a 72-hour wait period for a woman before she gets an abortion. They also require the Department of Health and Human Services inspect abortion clinics each year. It continues to go through all of the different North Carolina procedures. It then goes next. The decision comes as the Supreme Court is set to hear a case out of Mississippi where most abortions are banned after 15 weeks. It sets the stage for a potential overturning of the Roe v. Wade and KCV Planned Parenthood decisions, which said that a woman can get an abortion up to the point of viability or when a fetus can survive on its own. The perception of pregnancy changes dramatically based on the implications of the conversation. There are multiple health professionals, there are some from Harvard and such, who say that life begins at conception, so this idea that it's, you know, like a religion versus science thing is not true. And, I mean, life begins at conception, and abortion is killing a baby, and the, the idea that, well, it's in development. Humans are always developing. You're always changing in some way. That would, I mean, if you're a teenager, you're still developing. If you're, if you're in your, 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 your brain alone develops to your 25 or around 25. I mean, does that mean you can kill someone up to 25? It just, it doesn't work. It's, it's all for convenience. So at 20 weeks, um, they, the, the article continues on and explains at 20 weeks. Um, what happens inside a woman's body as her child continues to form. And so uh, week 20 is about when it when it's uh, the baby starts to kick and stuff like that. And so um, and you can't actually apparently see the gender until around the 20th week of pregnancy. But this this article continues on just talking about how these babies, you know, are starting to develop very, very unique 
unique features on them and by by even before week 20 and so it's just it's just an interesting article thought i'd bring it up since we also have as mentioned in this one the other supreme court uh abortion uh case so moving on to cbs news 11 republican senators agreed to bipartisan infrastructure deal um this is a very fun i love i love when the news just as a whole says bipartisan because you can tell, like, CBS leans left. Um, and, you know, when they say bipartisan, they would say 11. Uh, 11 out of 39. I mean, 11 out of 50, which leaves 39 senators, Republican senators, who didn't agree with this. I, w- I wouldn't call that too bipartisan. And so, I mean, it would have to be, uh, you know, like 30 of each party or something like that. I mean, just if it's out of 50, I mean, it's got to be at least... At least 25. Come on, 50% of each party. I mean, 11, 11 is, that's like 22%. So anyways, um, 11 Republican senators said Wednesday that they have agreed to an infrastructure deal crafted by a group of 20 senators from both parties, meaning that the Senate could advance a measure without resorting to the reconciliation process, which which would have enabled the bill to pass without any Republican votes if all the Democrats voted for it. But it is unclear whether this new measure will receive sufficient support from Democratic senators who have raised concerns about funding for the bill and the exclusion of priorities such as climate-related infrastructure. Funny thing about this bill, it's called the Infrastructure Bill. I think I've mentioned it to you before. Uh, there's, okay, there's been no released info about this one, to be fair, but if it has the same number of $6 trillion, which I doubt, because if they agreed to it, obviously there is a change, but previously, remember, it was $6 trillion in this bill for infrastructure, and $24 billion of it was actually going to infrastructure, so just keep this in mind when it says infrastructure bill, I mean, this is, this is how all bills work in the government, they always change the name, and they try to say that it's something else so that people support it, and just, just keep this in mind when you're reading this, saying an infrastructure bill, realize that a very, very tiny chunk of it is actually going to infrastructure. Part of this also was the capital gains tax, and uh, that, once the capital gains tax comes out, if it is that high, 44%, the market will most likely just drop out of oblivion, or people just won't report the taxes the same way. You know, they won't, oh, I didn't make 100000 what do you mean? So keep that in mind while looking at this bill and seeing when it comes out, what the information says on it, well, how much money, watch for the capital gains tax, that'll change the market, it'll slow it down, certainly, at least for a bit, before people find a way to work around it. But so um, the Republican senators include Richard Burr, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, Mike Rounds, Tom Tillis, Todd Young, and Jerry Moran, Moran, sorry, as well as Democratic senators, Chris Coons, Maggie Hassan, John Hickenlooper, Mark Kelly, Angus King, Joe Manchin, uh, Jeannie Shaheen, Kristen Cinema. Uh, John Tester and Mark Warner. So a smaller bipartisan group of senators announced last week that they reached an agreement for a proposal that would include $579 billion in new spending over five years. So that's less than President President Biden's wish for $1.7 trillion, um, which was a slim down of the original $2.3 trillion. Just remember what happens when you spend money like this. Remember how much we spent over the past years and remember how that's going to affect taxes on, you know, quote unquote corporations. But remember that goes to the customer, not to the actual corporations because they would just raise the prices of their products to counteract the raised price, the raised taxes that are on them. You really think they're going to pay for it? No, we're going to. That's how it's always been. And if it didn't work before, why would it work now? 
The statement from the bipartisan group came as Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer met with Senate Budget Committee Democrats to discuss a budget resolution. So the article continues on just talking about some of the resolutions. They don't have any of the actual details truly yet with the infrastructure bill, so I will get back to you guys on this. And so, yeah, it just kind of talks about how how close it was, basically, and how it's, quote-unquote, they're really trying to push the bipartisan idea in this, which, once again, if you, you get 11 out of 50... Um, yeah, and so, <laughs> and so, um, continuing on to our next article from the Washington Examiner. Um, so, this one is this one's title is West Virginia GOP Congressman under Ethics Investigation for Possible Campaign Finance Violations. So, obviously, this one just came out recently, and um, yeah, breaking news: June sixteenth, and so. Um, the Office of Congressional Ethics is investigating Representative Alex Mooney over whether the West Virginia Republican spent $49,000 in campaign funds on personal expenses such as resorts, meal purchases, car expenses, and other things. Before I continue reading this, just remember, a key part to the American justice system is innocent until proven guilty, so let's keep that in mind whenever we see things like this. So after laying that down, let's continue. The investigation, which began in March, is also examining whether Federal Election Commission uh, fillings were filled out improperly, according to a report on Wednesday by Roll Call. Investigators are seeking details on purchases made by the campaign at a local gift shop and St. James Parish in Mooney's adopted hometown of Charlestown, not Charleston, Charlestown, West Virginia, since 2018. Mooney's campaign spent 19000 at the parish and St. Zetas gift shop. It kind of goes, goes, continues on about where the money was spent. So like thousands of dollars in reimbursements were made to Mooney, uh, are also under scrutiny. It, it, it continues 6,100 on travel at a resort, 1,900 Chick-fil-A, 640 at a retail store. I mean, it just continues on for the article. That's, that's basically the entire article. It's just giving you what's being investigated. But once again, I want to remind you it is innocent until proven guilty that goes with anyone democrat republican independent who cares non-political non-political it doesn't it doesn't matter it is innocent until proven guilty in america and so let's not jump to any conclusions of course but i thought you know this is something we've never really talked about so why not bring it up and so there you go from the washington examiner next up from cnn congress passes bill making juneteenth a federal holiday so the House passed legislation Wednesday that would establish June 19th at the Juneteenth National Independence Day, a U.S. federal holiday commemorating the end of slavery in the United States, sending the bill to President Joe Biden's desk for his signature. The bill passed the House 415 to 14 after the Senate unanimously passed the legislation on Tuesday. So, um, the legislation was previously blocked by a conservative senator, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin in 2020, but he dropped his objection this week despite his concerns allowing the bill to advance out of the chamber. House Majority Leader Steny Hauer uh, announced that the House would vote Wednesday in a tweet where he thanked the bill's bipartisan sponsors, which include Democratic Representative uh, Shiloh Jackson Lee of Texas and Republican Senator John Cornyn of Texas and Democratic Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts. It continues on just about how people were excited for this bill and the idea of uh, Juneteenth. So um, in 1980, Juneteenth became a Texas state holiday, and um, 
Every state but South Dakota came to officially commemorate Juneteenth, but only a handful of states observe it as a paid holiday. So uh, I'm sure President Joe Biden will sign this. And they have a video on their website uh, uh, under the or under under the title of the article, and it's just it's saying what June uh, Juneteenth is. But it, it was the end of slavery in America, and it's become a very I mean mainly on social media even it's just it's become a very big like thing to post about and mention, and so now it's a federal holiday. So there you go. Moving on to our last one, Fox News. Uh, Abbott launches Texas border wall project with $250 million, uh, $250 million uh, down payment. Texas uh, governor accused the Biden administration of abandoning its border responsibilities. So, the Texas uh, governor, Greg Abbott, on Wednesday formally announced that Texas will build its own border wall as he accused the Biden, administ Biden administration of abandoning its responsibility to protect the southern U.S. border. So, there's been a lot of lot going on at the border lately, so there's the border crisis happening. The Biden administration is yet to visit it. Apparently, Kamala Harris or Vice President Kamala Harris was questioned about that recently, as was President Joe Biden. Uh, neither of which gave answers, so it's still up in the air whether they will visit that or not, and how soon they would visit it. I know that uh, former President Donald Trump is planning to visit it uh, by the end of June, I believe, and so. A lot of tension uh, getting getting created down there as people are flooding across the border, knowing that they're not going to be turned away or arrested. And so Governor Abbott came out recently and said that both of those things will happen. Both both of those things will happen. You will be turned away and you will be arrested. Uh, meaning, if you try to get in the borderly, uh, they'll turn you away. But then if you get into the border illegally, then they'll arrest you. So. Abbott announced a $250 million down payment to begin the project, allowing the state to hire a project manager and get the task underway. He said that it would be built on a combination of state land and donations of private land and be partly funded by donations. So, um, it continues on about the border wall. It would be 450 miles long. Um, um, actually, sorry, sorry. More than 450 miles of the border wall was already built during the Trump administration. And so it was halted by the Biden administration, and I guess Greg Ab uh, Governor Abbott is attempting to restart that and continue it on and finish it. And so basically the rest of the article goes into how Governor Abbott really is trying to take down this illegal immigration. And I think that's something that people had a misconception is there's a difference between illegal immigration and legal immigration and it's not that like the the right the misconception of the right is that they don't want any immigration but the thing is they just want legal immigration uh, they're fine with immigration as long as it's legal and so continuing on the the, the article as i mentioned earlier that talks about how vice president kamala harris um told the guatemalans do not come which we covered already last week and um they also just talked about how it hasn't been to the board, how the administration hasn't been to the border yet. And um, we'll, we'll keep watch on this. There hasn't been really big news recently. Um, you know, that's, that's at least today and yesterday, there hasn't been absolutely massive news, kind of things that people expected, I think. And this was one of them. I think that all of these were relatively expected, like Juneteenth, I guess the West Virginia one, nobody really saw. Um, and the, I, I guess the infrastructure deal, I, I, you could say that was seen coming. Uh, 
and then also the federal court case i guess wasn't really mentioned much but you can you can see all these things coming somewhat like none of them are profound things but um i guess we'll see what happens the rest of this week i mean honestly i guess it's good that you don't have crazy profound news uh (laughs) but i hope you enjoy the rest of your wednesday night i hope you enjoy the rest of your week thank you so much for listening